you guys. Welcome back to Who Is She? The podcast. It is Allie here. Miss Hannah Miller is taking a little hiatus this week, and I am bringing on a very special guest, um, someone I've known for literally forever. We met freshman, freshman year of high school, and we are still besties till this day. But before I officially introduce her, I just wanted to give a couple updates. I got the first dose of the COVID vaccine the other day. And thank God because I got a COVID patient <laughs> literally last night at work. But wanted to update you guys on how I feel because I know a lot of people are saying like it hurt, makes you feel sick after. Literally, I feel fine. I just had like arm pain from the shot, but I'm such a baby when it comes to shots. So I'm totally fine. I haven't like had fever, chills or anything like that. But whenever I get the second dose, um, apparently it is more common to get like a fever, body aches, all that after your second dose. So I will update you guys. I get that in like a month and yeah. And then my next update. So um, I just wanted to talk about quickly like a few shows on Netflix. So if you are totally living under a bus and you haven't heard of Bridgerton on Netflix, you need to go watch it right now. Stop listening to this podcast. Go watch it. I'm kidding. Don't do that. Um, literally, it reminds me of a 19th century gossip girl. It is so good. It's so much drama. Like the love story is beautiful. You should watch it. And then my next one is um, called Tiny Pretty Things, I think is what it's called on Netflix. And it's about ballerinas basically and it's based off an attempted murder. So there's like a lot of drama with that. It's not mostly about them dancing, but it's all surrounded around them dancing, if that makes sense. But wanted to get you guys up on the Netflix train, update you guys on what you should be watching and all that. So I'm officially going to introduce my girl, my Italian queen, Chiara Palazzolo. Welcome to the podcast. Hi. Thank you for having me. I'm so excited. I've been telling everybody all week I'm coming on here, so I'm really pumped. I'm so excited to have you. Thank you so much for joining us. Um, well, I want you to introduce yourself to the podcast. Let our listeners know who you are. Tell me like three interesting things about yourself, okay? Okay. So my name is Clara Palazzolo. Okay. I am from South Georgia. I went to school with Allie. I love everything fashion. I love following trends. That's all like such a big passion of mine that I really want to go um, towards my future. Mm -hmm. I love anything pickled. <laughs> um, send it my way. I recently just talked about pickled eggs and everyone's like give me the like most disgusted looks on their face. I love that shit. Like give it to me. <laughs> Um, and I love sewing. I love sewing. I like working working with social media. And I like the occasional run here and there, you know, go out for a little jog. So that's a little bit about me. Oh, yeah. Kiara used to do cross country in high school. I totally forgot. And she was like a running queen. I was. And then I graduated and I like just like dead stop. It's hard <laughs> to get back going. I have always hated to run. So kudos to you. Are you watching Netflix 
Did you hear my recommendations? Have you watched Bridgerton or Tiny Pretty Things? I did hear your recommendations. I have Bridgerton on my list, but I'm currently watching Dawson's Creek. So when that drama's up, I'll start watching Bridgerton. Also, I've never heard of Little Little Pretty Things, and I love a good like crime, anything crime centered. Mm-hmm. I might just like start watching that instead, like first. Yeah, it's really good. I totally recommend it for sure. Yeah, so good. Have you watched The Crown? The Crown. No, but Hannah always recommends The Crown to me, and I just like have never gotten into it. I've tried to watch the first episode, and it's so not entertaining. <laughs> yeah, the first first season, you kind of have to just like get into it just a little bit. Like I would skip around. But it's so good. It's really good. And I'm on the last season right now, which talks about like Princess Die. So I'm really excited. Mm. I should push through, huh? Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. I'll try it. Maybe. I don't know. Okay. So if you guys don't know, today is New Year's Eve. We are recording on the last day of 2020. And... I, Kiara, just want to give a little recap of your 2020, like what it was like living in the pandemic. What did you do and what are like some goals you have for the new year? Oh my gosh. So this year, everyone everyone knows it's been rough. Um, mm-hmm. Okay. So the throughout this year, I've like picked up some odds and end jobs, you know, working here and there. Spent a lot of time quarantined at the beach. So fun. Um, I graduated this year and I posted my first picture with my boyfriend, which has been kind of like a secret. So those are a lot of like big things for me that happened. Um, Also – Wait, you you posted him on Instagram? Did I miss Like on a story. Yeah, it wasn't like a post post. (laughs) Oh, I was like, what? I did not see that. Yeah, definitely. Okay, okay. story post because I'm still kind of a baby about it. But um, I get it's it. almost one year. Tomorrow makes one year, so that's exciting. That's another big thing. I love your anniversary. I just love that it's New Year's Day. Isn't that? I mean, he'll never forget it. I mean, if he no. does, he's, you know. But <laughs> you kill him. Honestly. <laughs> Okay, so tell me like a goal you have for the new year. Okay, so one of my goals I think is to just feel better as a person and where I'm going in life. You know, post-grad life is definitely, you know, it's only been like a couple weeks, but I'm already feeling like what is my next move kind of thing. Mm -hmm. And I just kind of want to feel secure. It doesn't matter what I'm doing. So I don't want to put a goal on like just one specific thing. I think I want to just focus on feeling content in wherever and whatever I'm doing. Because that's a really big issue I have is feeling very uncomfortable and restless and envious of other people's achievements sometimes. Like they're accomplishing something. They just got a full-time job. They're negotiating their salary. And I'm like, well, what the heck am I doing? So that's a really big thing for me. That's like my main New Year's resolution. Wow. I actually really like that because, I mean, you and I feel like are on different like spectrums of, you know, where we are in our life right now. And I have a full-time job and yet I don't feel content really. And 
I just really like that goal that you have, that you just want to feel content. And I feel so envious of so many people and I really need to, I don't know, I just feel like it's so hard to find contentment in your own life because I feel Mm -hmm. like we're always constantly comparing ourselves to other people and we always want the best in what other people have and what you don't have, you know? Yeah, I totally agree. And like to just feel like so much joy in like what you have. You know when everyone's like you always want what you can't have or you want things that other people have and you don't realize what you've got. It's kind of that same feeling. It's hard. Mm-hmm. It's really a hard thing to like achieve. But I think it's like a good goal. Like yeah. you should set it to, you know, just feel good at what you're doing. Feel good with every part of your life, your relationships, your job, your family ties you know, your faith. It's such a important thing. Yeah, I totally agree. So going forward with the episode, I am going to be talking with Kiara all about graduation. So if you are about to graduate college, if you are just like living that post-grad life, this episode will totally like speak to you. So keep on listening. We're also going to be talking about um, pursuing our passions with social media and a little bit about boys and relationships. And then of course, since Kiara is like the trend queen, we're going to also be talking about her passion for fashion. (laughs) I just want to say that. (laughs) Okay. So tell the people where you went to college. Okay. So I just graduated from UGA. I was in Frank – go dogs. I was in Mm -hmm. the College of Franklin, Arts and Sciences. Whoop, whoop. And I just graduated like mid-December with my Bachelor of Arts in Communication Studies, and I minored in fashion merchandising. So that was a little bit fun. I definitely recommend going to UGA. Great environment. Athens is amazing. Professors, amazing. And there's just – you meet so many awesome people there. You know, it's a good crowd. Mm -hmm. And football games obviously are just like a staple – thing that you just have to experience at least once in your life, especially UGA football. Yes. I miss them so much. This past semester was nothing without them. I know. It was nothing. Uh, that's it, but a weird time we live in, man. <laughs> it really is. Hopefully it's ending soon. Yeah. Hopefully. Hopefully this vaccine, everything will like eventually be more normalized and it won't be so weird to be in crowds and stuff like that. Okay. So Mm -hmm. I also wanted to talk about like you just graduated. So how did you plan for graduation while you were still in college? Because I know that's like a big struggle for college students. I know it's a huge stressor when you're like about to graduate. So what did you do to kind of like get your resume built up and get some experience under your belt? So that's a really good question. I – my – Going into this next semester, over the summer of 2020, I applied for um, a lot of internships, a lot of like side hustle jobs just so I could beef up my resume. The only things I really had on there was retail experience. Um, I was like bartending at a bar downtown. So I didn't really have too much stuff. Obviously, I put a lot of like coursework that was like related to whatever I wanted to get a job in. I put some of that stuff on there. But a lot of it was looking for internships that really were curated around what I wanted to do. Um, So don't just apply for them your last semester. 
I know you think like, oh, it's your last semester. You're going to do an internship and then feed right into a job. Not all internships lead to a full-time position. And I learned that the hard way. So I did an internship this past fall and I kind of already Mm -hmm. had an idea with COVID going on. They were not hiring. They weren't looking for a full-time position after. It was going to be mostly experience and me being stupid, didn't really think of like December, what are you going to do after? I was just like, this is going to help me. And it did help me, but not to the Mm -hmm. extent of like, okay, security would be having a full-time position after this. So definitely do look for Mm -hmm. internships that are going to give you more than just experience. And then do internships throughout college, you know, or just throughout your senior year. You don't have to just do it once. Do multiple, you know. Mm-hmm. I would also say um, do like jobs that are going to help you if you want to work in yeah. like fashion stuff. Get those retail jobs. I was just talking to my brother and he was telling my younger brother not to get a job in retail because it's horrible. And I'm like, well, some people need that experience for what they want to do later in life. So don't be afraid to take like jobs that you know are probably going to stink, but you have to like – get thick skin. You have to be prepared for like the real world. So don't be afraid to like take those jobs. Yeah. I totally agree because I feel like, you know, as millennials, we kind of expect everything to be given to us and we kind of forget like the foundation of hard work and a lot of people our age and probably even younger, I feel like they're probably worse. They're like, oh, I don't want to work in a restaurant. Like I'm above that. And I specifically, my brother just got a job working at Publix and he already just does not like it. And I think having like jobs like that, like in high school, I worked at a yogurt shop for a little bit. It just teaches you. I remember that. It just teaches you like how to one, get a paycheck, how to save your money, how to budget a little bit. And I think it teaches you like, okay, I have to work for X, Y, and Z that I want and I can't expect everything to get handed to me. So I think in college, you know, senior year comes around and you're like, oh shit, I have to actually like get a job after I graduate. And I think Corona has made it so much worse. And I can't imagine like being in your position and, you know, the struggles that you face finding a job because like as a nurse, obviously I'm in high demand right now. So it wasn't really that much of a struggle for me. But like, how are you kind of like coping with, you know, like the struggle of finding a job and, you know, kind of comparing yourself to other people who have had a job after graduation and things like that? It's really hard. I'm not going to lie. You know, the past semester – Me and one of my roommates, my really good friend, she was also graduating and she, her internship was turning into a full-time position. They asked her to come on and they were negotiating her pay and Mm -hmm. for the life of me, I was so excited for her. But I was also like this green ball of envy because I knew I wasn't, I didn't have that right now and my department of what I kind of want to go into is like public relations and with a lot of like COVID shutting things down they are already downsizing like you know there's so many places that aren't open Mm -hmm. like they used to be so they 
can't supply all these employees. So it was really hard for me to kind of try and show how happy I was for somebody else. But while I'm like not seeing that progress, you know, come around and be successful for myself. Mm -hmm. It was – honestly, it's hard. And even now, I'm still applying to jobs and still trying to find the perfect fit of something I'll be comfortable going to work, like, you know, relocating for because I'm back home right now. So it's hard. COVID has made it like Mm -hmm. really, really stressful and just time-consuming, just applying to everything that's available. And it also makes the people that are trying to hire – it makes those requirements extra hard because they want like three years of said experience and you're just now popping out of college and this is an entry-level position and I'm like, what? Three years? Mm-hmm. There's no way. So it, it's really stressful. <laughs> um, I definitely, yeah. you know, I would love to not be going through this right now, but it'll make me so much grateful and like just relax once I finally find something, you know. Right. And I totally believe you will because Chiara Palazzolo, you're a rock star. <laughs> um, <laughs> I love that. <laughs> so you did work in – so I know you like love fashion. You did work for the AFA while you were in college. Do you want to like talk about that a little bit and how that kind of, you know, molded you into a, what you want to do with your life and how it kind of inspired you a little bit more? to work in fashion or something like that? Yeah. So um, my one of my first jobs was working in a retail boutique um, in our hometown. And then I knew I kind of wanted to work in the fashion industry, start my own line one day, um, and then eventually like a boutique of my own stuff. And one thing mm-hmm. that kind of helped me was definitely taking fashion merchandising when I got to school at UGA. And then I found the AFA, which is, if you're not familiar with it, it's Atlanta's first agency, which is an agency that supplies temp workers for wholesale apparel markets. And there's locations in Atlanta, Dallas, Chicago, New York, Vegas. Um, There's so many. And they do these big wholesale market shows, you know, however many times a year. And the agency will supply, um, the temp workers like me to go work with specific vendors Mm -hmm. and it's a great opportunity if you want to learn about every inch of the industry. If you've worked retail and you want to see a little behind the scenes, this is a great opportunity for you. Like you will meet so many people. There's so much opportunity for networking. Um, I met Mm -hmm. so many buyers for, they used to be like department store buyers and now they're opening small boutiques and just talking with them about how they got started is so like it that knowledge is so valuable and to have those connections I've like beefed up my LinkedIn because of it and it helps with your people skills mm-hmm. you know if you're somebody that needs help coming out of your shell like do this and you get paid for it it's not like it's like an internship that they don't pay you um you obviously get paid for your time and you can mm-hmm. travel so that's also fun if you're a college student and it's not on your own dime. Like they're paying for you to go wherever they pay for your flight, your food, your board, you know, it would be a fun little thing to Mm -hmm. do and get that experience. 
Yeah. And I also want to like emphasize while you are in college and how important it is to make those connections and networking is just so vital to pursuing your career because without networking or knowing the right people, I wouldn't have my job that I have today. And it's literally so crucial, crucial along with like experience to just meet those people. And like Kiara said, like, um, build up your LinkedIn account and, you know, you never know who you're going to meet. And I feel like so many people are willing to help and kind of like mentor, you know? Yeah. And especially like with AFA, the people I worked with at my first show in Atlanta, um, a lot of the vendors are like men that own the, they work for the, um, the brand and, you know, you'll sit there hours on end from nine till six and you'll have a lot of time to talk when there's nobody in the booth. And I was just talking with them about how to like, you know, I had no idea how I would even start a label if I ever got to that point in my life where I wanted to. And talking with them, they were so kind and like showed me like all the ropes and talked to me about, you know, factories and where to source good material. And like all that stuff is so like we were just saying, it's so valuable. Like you want genuine connections with people, not just fake people say, you know, trying to get money out of you or anything. So mm-hmm. um, kind of like bouncing off of that, you did mention like you moved back home after graduation. So kind of discuss like how that is going and, you know, maybe like your plan to move forward and hopefully you're not stuck in Albany forever. <laughs> oh God, I hope not. <laughs> not that there's <laughs> nothing to do here, but there's really nothing to do here. Um, literally. So yes, I moved home. If you find yourself in the same situation, don't think of it as a step back. That's like the big Mm -hmm. disclaimer I'm going to put. Like it's not a step back. You're doing so much for yourself already. You're saving money. If you have the opportunity to live with your parents rent free, do it. You're saving money. You know, you are getting all of your ducks in a row right now. I'm just, you know, home, getting my routine in order. I am applying like crazy. I know they say you probably Mm -hmm. shouldn't just bulk apply, but I am, you know, that's the stage I'm at. Bulk apply, find stuff that you will be passionate about. Don't just take it because it's there. Um, Mm -hmm. So definitely vetting a lot of my options and making sure it's the right fit. I like to be around my family when I can a lot more than I have been the past couple years because I would only come home for holidays really. So mm-hmm. um, that's fun. And my mom is sick. So it's nice to be home and be here with her and go to appointments with her and just kind of absorb as much time as I can in this setting rather than have to like come back and forth from someplace. So the routine right now is pretty much chill. Um, a lot of working out has taken place. A lot of LinkedIn searches, Indeed searches, you know, I am doing some work with the boutique. I initially started working at. They're so kind to always let me come back and pick up shifts and I'm doing a live feed for them tomorrow. So shout out Abiza Boutique. (laughs) Okay. So next thing I wanted to talk about. So this year, right, Kiara, you started um, your Instagram account and I kind of wanted to you know, just mention that. I feel like a lot of people our age, um, if y'all don't know, we're like 23, 24, are wanting to pursue like social media and 
Like I have my YouTube, we do the podcast, and now Kiara, she has her Instagram account. So I wanted to talk about your Instagram. Where do you think of the name? Tell me all about it. I want to know everything. Okay, I love that. I love that we just support each other on all aspects. When you first started your YouTube, I was like, this is so exciting. Um, Yeah. But yeah, so I started a little Instagram account. I call it my little Insta blog. Um, it's called Keeping Up with Keeks. It definitely plays off of Keeping Up with the Kardashians. My friend Joanna, one day, she like texted me really late, which is very uncharacteristic of her. And she was like, I have the perfect name for your your new like Instagram account. And I was like, okay, what is it? And she was like, Keeping Up with Keeks. And the name Keeks came from when I worked at that boutique. A lot of people in college called me Geeks. In high school, you guys called me CP. But that didn't, like, translate, yeah. I guess. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, so uh, she was like, this is the perfect name. And it had been previously named Cosmic Collection. And I just felt like that was something so cool about kind of what I wanted to share, just collection of my thoughts and stuff. But then I kind of posted mm-hmm. about the name change and everyone loved Keeping Up With Keeks. And so it formed into the new person it is keeping up with keeks is the new page and it's just kind of a little setting where I share a lot of personal things trends I'm liking quotes you know just things more in depth Mm -hmm. of my everyday life more behind the scenes rather than my other Instagram I feel like Instagram feels so like a a perfect thing like people look at it and they're like their life is perfect you know Yeah. This Mm -hmm. is kind of like that behind the scenes, like not as perfect, but like, oh, she's like posting every day. She's thankful for these things. She does this in her free time kind of thing, you know. So it's just my little fun face. It's so cute. I have to give you props. Like so trendy. I love, love when you post like things that inspire you, like fashion and all that. And I think you're so right when it's like something small, like my YouTube channel is small and it's kind of gives you like freedom to like post whatever you want and you just don't care about, I mean, obviously you want like a following and you want people to like your content, but like you don't have so much pressure to perform, I feel like when you're not like if I were to post on my official Instagram, like that always gives me anxiety. I always stress about the likes and stuff, but like posting on YouTube and stuff. I think it's Mm -hmm. so small. Like I just don't really put that much pressure on myself and that is just like so nice, you know? Yes. Like I really – to post anything on my official Instagram, I get so stressed about like the filter. Like do I look fat in anything? Like does the person I'm also in the picture with, did they like it? It's so like tedious that sometimes it's not fun. Mm -hmm. And so I like having the second one where I can post without filters, where I can post. And it's only people that like genuinely want to see what I'm posting, follow it and like the stuff and, you know, take something away from it that I feel so content and posting like whatever. And it's like comfortable, you know, like having the YouTube be small right now, it's comfortable to get on there Mm -hmm. and show whatever you want. Yeah, totally agree. So what are some tips for like starting one and, you know, consistency and being engaged with your following? And I know a lot of people like they have this idea and they're like, I'm going to start an Instagram account. I'm going to start a YouTube channel. And they don't really put in 
to factor like how much work it actually takes and how consistent and engaged you have to be with people who comment on your post Mm -hmm. and like your picture and all that jazz. So if you want to like give a little tidbit of, you know, tips for starting it and being consistent, how you like stay engaged with your audience. Yeah. So like anything you want to be successful at, being consistent is the key motivator. Right. Mm -hmm. So when I first started it, I was really kind of anxious. I always have this thought that people that don't like me are just going to find it and just make fun of me. And I'm going to be, you know, Mm -hmm. is that a big fear for you with like YouTube or your podcast or anything? I feel like with the podcast, not as much because people don't really like see my face. I don't know if that makes any sense or if you can relate to that at all. But I think with my YouTube, I at first totally was more afraid of like the backlash and what people would say. And like now I feel like a lot of more people at my job know about it and that gives me a lot of anxiety. So yeah, I totally agree with you. It's just like with YouTube, yes. With my podcast, not really. (laughs) I think it's like putting yourself out there at all yeah. is just like a stressor. And mm-hmm. that was one thing like when I wanted to start this, I was like, are people going to like it? Are people going to want to follow it? Are people going to want to see what I'm posting or is it pointless? And so I kind of took my – just went ahead and did it. I remember you started your YouTube video. You started your podcast. And I was like, in high school, like – would Allie have done this? Maybe not, no. but she's doing it now. Like she has all this like confidence and she's putting herself out there. I was like, okay. And I remember telling my friends, I was like, my friend started this YouTube video. She like started like all this stuff. And like, I want to do that stuff. And they were like, we'll do it. And I was like, I can't. <laughs> and so I was like, you know what? I'm going to start small. For me, Instagram is small. Yeah. So I, um, yeah, I started the page and I followed people that I felt would kind of support me regardless of whatever it was. It was people like Allie, it was my roommates, it was um, other really good friends of mine, my family. And yeah. sure enough, like the following kept going and I tried to post every single day, if not at like a certain time, mm-hmm. because a lot of the time, timing is key with that stuff. When people get on their phones and yeah. the first things that they see, what they get engaged with, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, like, ask questions with your posts. Ask questions in the comments or, like, in your stories. Just find ways to make it not feel very perfect. Like, you don't want it to feel like it's your regular Instagram where everything is so, like, mm-hmm. to a T. You want it to be comfortable. Like, people can talk to you. People can give their opinions on stuff. And I just kind of felt like that's the environment and the flow that I wanted and I would post things and ask questions and um, yeah, I just kind of like that comfortable atmosphere of it. Yeah, I love that and I totally agree with you. Like if – well, just comparing like your Instagram and then keeping up with Keeks, it's just like you do like post more like polls and questions and I love love when people do that. It just keeps it so engaged in – you know, on your official Instagram or even mine, like I rarely ever do that. And we just, you know, we need to like not give an F about what people think of us. If we're, like you said, content with what we're doing, then that's all that matters, you know? 
Yeah, it's just that fear. Sometimes it creeps up and I'm like, and it's not even like strangers. I'm not even anxious about strangers being like, this girl's dumb. Mm-hmm. It's people I know. It's people from like our hometown that I'm like, if they see this, are they going to make fun of me? Yeah. Are they going to think this is dumb? Which in reality, I'm like, if I'm happy doing this, I shouldn't give a shit. You know, I really shouldn't care what they think. I'm probably not going to see them again. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Literally, I have what we were Thanksgiving break, was it when I saw you last? Yeah. And what, who did we see? We saw Will. I feel like that was it. Is that all who we saw? We saw, yeah. Yeah. Tanner. I have not seen Tanner in so long. Yeah. So it's just like almost irrelevant. Like those people, Mm -hmm. you know, like everyone we went to high school with, they're trying to build their life just as we are. And just because it's a little different from the norm, I mean, they can um, kiss my bootay. If right. they don't like it, don't subscribe. Don't follow me. Okay, bye. Yeah, I love that. I love that. Um, okay, I feel like that was a great conversation about – I don't know. I think that's – you know, it can inspire people to just like pursue their dreams and not really care or give a lot of thought. Don't let people prevent you from living out your best life is right. just like my biggest thing. And – just be consistent with things you're passionate about. If you really do want to like yeah. start an Instagram account like Kiara, like be consistent, be engaging. Like even if it's not like you want to start an Instagram account, do it right off of your your other one. Like mm-hmm. make make posting every day or every other day a thing. Like just do it. If you if that's what you want to be doing, just do it and like start engaging with the your followers on your regular account. You know, I do that sometimes too. Like I'll post things on my story just trying to see like what people are up to, you know? Mm -hmm. It doesn't have to like be a whole creation of something new. If you want to get started in something, you can start on a smaller scale too. Oh, I love that. I really love that. That was beautiful, Kiara. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) Okay, so I wanted to kind of move forward and talk about, you know, your passion for fashion and I love my uh, favorite. <laughs> I love so it. So I wanted me and Kiara to describe each other's styles from the other person's point of view. So Kiara, I'm going to start with you, okay? Okay. Okay. Wait, you're going to describe me first? Yeah. Okay. Okay. So I feel like your style has kind of progressed more towards like the 90s trend where, okay, you know, you post on your Snapchat story like – um. um clothes or the dresses that you um you know you know what I'm talking about like you post these dresses on mm-hmm. your Snapchat yeah, and you're then, like, yeah they're like very 90s to me like um how to lose a guy in 10 days vibe you know and you wear like the mm-hmm. cute little mini purses the high-waisted jeans and I just feel like that is your style right now would you agree or would you disagree I would agree I love 90s trends I love I, I'm living in the 90s right now. Like currently my wardrobe is the 90s. So I agree wholeheartedly with everything you're saying. Oh, <laughs> uh, wow. Bullseye. Okay. Now you okay. describe my turn. <laughs> I'm nervous. Okay. I think you are definitely living a city chic lifestyle. Like you are 
if I had no idea like where you lived, my perception would be city girl on top of trends, on top of like current trends. Like you're living that chic trending lifestyle. Like you you always have a hat which is like so like chic trendy going to brunch girl and I love that. Everybody loves that. Like you can't disagree with that. And also you were so trendy with the tennis skirt. Like you were on that train. So you definitely are chic trendy. That is your title. You should put that in your bio. Oh my God. You're like hyping me up right now. Like <laughs> I'm kind of shook. Um I definitely don't think I'm on top of the trends, but like I love that you think I'm a city girl vibe. Love that so much. Um I do love a good hat. Do you want to be city girl or like or like country girl? Like what do you want? Um, I mean, if you compare city and country, I definitely would rather be city. And yeah. You know, I think this year I really did try to um um since I have a salary now and I've been like more on like looking at Pinterest and like getting inspiration from that more than I ever have before, you know, or even like getting inspiration from you. Like I know one time you posted like a, a bodysuit from Goodwill or something and it was like the lingerie kind of mm-hmm. trend that is happening. And I was like, oh my God, yeah. that's so cute. Like I would love to wear that. But yeah, I think getting inspo from like other sources this year has really kind of updated my style. That's so good. <laughs> I love that. I love Pinterest. Pinterest has become the social media queen of 2020, I think. During like quarantine, everybody's like on Pinterest more than they ever have been, in my opinion. Mm -hmm. Um, So many style boards. Yes. I live on there. I love Pinterest. Um, But I love that you're like just trying new things and expanding all that. I love that. I'm I'm trying, you know. I'm glad you're, I'm glad you're uh, proud of me. Thanks. <laughs> I I can tell like I notice it. Like you're just being like so cool with everything that you wear and you're saying you're you don't think you're on top of these trends, but like I'm not trying to be weird. I'm on your Instagram right now and I'm looking and <laughs> you look like you're pretty on top of it. Like oh, it, it looks so cool. Stop. Like it looks really <laughs> really awesome <laughs> oh my god love me so much <laughs> but yeah I think um, I think Pinterest is like a great way to like find your aesthetic you know like outside of fashion mm-hmm. like with your house and like how you decorate or stuff like that I feel like it's so we're totally off topic right now but I feel like it's such a great way to like find things that you think are aesthetically pleasing and I think they're a right. great, like, vision board. Like, I've kind of gotten to that this year. And, you know, if you're ever, like, wanting inspiration, go to Pinterest. 10 out of 10. Recommend. Did you use Pinterest to kind of, like, decorate your place with Max? Because I know you guys moved into a new place. Did you use that to get inspo? Um, Not really. I don't even know how I would describe, like, my aesthetic in my house. I feel like – a lot of the things, you know, when you graduate college or when you go to college, you get like hand-me-down furniture. I still feel like I have a lot of that. Um, my bedroom is kind of – I like neutral stuff like tans and browns. So that's kind of like my bedroom vibe. And yeah. yeah, 
I don't know. I don't know what my aesthetic for my house would be. I think it definitely could be like upscaled. <laughs> we'll work on it in 2021. I feel like what I've seen of it through like FaceTime and stuff feels a very like not country home, but like elevated country home. Like, you know, like comfy, yeah, cozy, like beige, white. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah. Definitely That's like looking I'm around. At. I have like white walls, my couch is brown, my table's brown. Yeah, I totally agree. Mm-hmm. Okay, we're totally off topic. <laughs> okay. Okay. So I also wanted you to tell me like a trend you loved this year and a trend you hated this year. And I have mine as well. So you go first. Okay. I'm so glad you asked. I have a couple of each. Okay. So some trends that I loved. Okay. Obviously, we've discussed this. The baguette bags. Love them. Love. I didn't even buy mine from Amazon. I just like thrifted them or I rummaged through my mom's closet, took hers. Love them. Wow. Obsessed with them. Probably I'm going to carry them into 21 then too. Like I just love them. Um, the tennis skirts, love them. Probably not going to wear them too much longer though. Yeah. I think they've like played out. Mm-hmm. Oversized jackets, like oversized bombers, puffer jackets, love them. Mm-hmm. I will I, – I don't think those will go out ever. Yeah. But they were a nice trend. And then biker shorts, clunky shoes, cardigans as tops, love all of those. Haven't been able to pull off the biker shorts. Me neither. But I love them. Yeah. I mean, it's okay. They're not for everybody. They're not for me. Yeah. It's okay. I can appreciate them though. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah, yeah. And leather jackets. I love. Love. Love, love. The leather jackets. Yes. It goes into my 90s. Mm-hmm. I love it. Okay. <laughs> they just look so awesome with everything. They make every outfit just like look phenomenal and like you just popped off the street. Okay, do some of your loves. Okay. I love the comfy sweat sets, like the matching sets. Um, very, like, cozy vibes in 2020. I love, 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 like, the return of trench coats. Oh, me too. We were talking about this Thanksgiving. Yeah. You dressing Max in the trench coat. Yeah. I love when men wear them. Same. Oh, my God. He still won't wear one. It's fine. Um, I love, you know, the hair clips, something so simple like that. Um, like the claw. That's a good one. Yeah. Yeah. Love, I love those. Love those. Um, that's all I wrote down. Okay. I also have 90s like rib cage jeans. I love some really nice high-waisted jeans. Oh, yeah, girl. Same. I don't know what will happen. When they are not like no, I will no 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 no. I will never ever 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 go back to jeans that sit on my waist. Absolutely no. High school, like when we were in high school, like those skinny jeans. I could never. (laughs) I can't. Oh my god! Ew. Yeah. Yeah. Like thinking about it, you used to have to like tuck yours, like fold yours, because they were too long for you. And oh my god, Mm. I just I can't. Yeah, no. I don't even think I own a pair. I don't I don't know if I do either. Yeah, no. Because I really like the like mm-hmm. wide leg, you know, um pants. It's more flattering. Yeah. Yeah. I totally agree. Okay. It really looks better. A trend right. some ones that we hated. Yes. You go. Um, I really am not a fan of the bucket hats. 
Okay. I, Not on me. I feel like they could work for some people. Yeah, yeah. I just you don't feel like, like them in general. It reminds me of going fishing. And <laughs> and I also feel like it makes you look like you're seven. Okay. 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 Okay, sorry. I think some people do pull them off, but like, mm, not for me. And some of them that are like trendy, like maybe like the the fuzz ones, like the teddy kind, you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. But like a specific person. Yeah. It's not an everybody thing. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um like we just mentioned, like the low-waisted jeans. Ew. I don't want it. <laughs> <laughs> Get it away from me. And I really, really, I don't know if you've seen this, but it's like, okay, I know how leather leggings are in, and I like the leather leggings. However, I have seen like jean joggers or leather joggers, and I love Mm. joggers, but I don't like that. Like I've seen it at Zara, and it's just not it. Nike has some. I know what you're talking about. They kind of look like they would be like a streetwear thingy. Right, like in a rap music video or something. Yeah. <laughs> Remember when I was in the pageant in high school and they made us wear those trash bag <laughs> That's what they remind me of. <laughs> okay, I do have to say your talent in high school um, for Miss Westover or whatever, 10 out of 10, it oh, was God. so unique. <laughs> Kiara did a little magic show. It was so cute. Um, um, I literally, when I try and impress people, like, I'm like, guess, I, I was like, this is what I say now. I'm like, when I try and impress people, I'm like, I was in a pageant and they're like, oh, that's so cool. And I'm like, guess what my talent was? It takes them forever. They never guess it. And then I blow them away when I tell them it was magic. <laughs> you blow them away. <laughs> I mean, it was very unique when because everyone either sang or danced. It was just yeah. – yours was so different. Okay. <laughs> I wish I would have won and that would have made the icing on the cake of it being so different, but I didn't. I didn't even place, but it's fine. Well, you you freaking rocked it. Other, Thank you. You, know, you did great. And honestly, you had the balls to go do that, so you could have won – you should have won an award just for that. Well, when I can't sing and I can't dance <laughs> – I really don't have other options, <laughs> you know? You could just laugh and make people laugh. Oh, perfect, perfect. Okay. Um, tell me some trends you are not a fan of. Okay. So some things I really did not want to see. Okay. The Gucci belt. I don't – I I don't know. I feel no, like it's – not a fan of the Yeah. Belt. I feel like it's very it's flashy. Been, yeah. It's flashy. It's over – overused you don't know if it's legit or not because so many people have it now that Mm. it's just like too much okay um I don't like the pajamas as outfits you know like the sets the leisure sets that are like supposed to be streetwear but people are wearing them like on like literally but they're pajamas. Do you know what I'm talking about? I don't they look like pajamas like with a collar the white trim Hmm. It almost looks like a pajama set you bought at Target, but you cut them into shorts and you are wearing them to brunch. <laughs> I hate that. <laughs> like that's taking like comfort in your clothes too far to me. Hmm. I mean, I do love a comfy sweat set, but not – I don't like wear that to 
like brunch. I wear that to run errands or – Yeah, you know. but this isn't even like a sweat set. This is just like PJs. I like a sweat set. I'll wear a sweat set out. I don't mind. Um, my boyfriend doesn't like when I wear sweat sets out because he says it makes my butt look weird. <laughs> I mean, so. you just got to find – okay, I'm going to put you all on this really quick. Okay, I love joggers. Like love them. Target, y'all have got to buy these joggers at Target. They're in like the pajama set area and they're only 20 bucks. Your booty pops. Like they fit my height, you know, because I'm really short. Um, yeah. 10 out of 10. I love Target. I'm even wearing like their sweatpants right now. And uh, y'all, I'm going to put you on it. Go to Target. Go to the pajama area and get you some sweatpants and some joggers. They're like 20 bucks. Wait, like are they like – would they fit me? Because I'm way taller than you. You are not way taller than me, Kiara. I feel like I'm taller yeah. significantly. No, they would they would fit you, I feel like, because okay. the joggers sit like on my low ankle, so they would probably like go above your ankle and like still look cute. What about like the waist situation? What are we talking about? Goes above the hips, you know, covers that belly fat. Love it. Love that. Love it. Okay, perfect. We'll go to Target. We'll to. check it out. You need to. Okay, sorry. Continue. I also really want some of those um, leggings that make your booty pop. You know what I'm talking about? The kind that's like cinched a little bit. Oh, like they're cinched at the crack? Yeah, I kind of want those. I got a pair from, um, I don't know if you know who Whitney Simmons is. She's like a fitness influencer. She had um, leggings with Gymshark and a lot of their leggings are like cinched at the crack and they really do like make your butt look bigger. Ooh, okay. I might have to find some somewhere. Yeah. Gymshark. I want that. Okay. Um, so another trend I really just didn't care for was the – this is more high-end fashion. I didn't see anybody wearing this. This is more like runway. But the Mason Margiela camel toe shoes, I'm sure you've seen them. They're like t- shoes that like – they're like clog looking. But they separate at the toe. So they look like a camel's foot. You know what I'm talking about? <laughs> okay. <laughs> Back up. Why the hell would you name a shit? <laughs> that's what it was called. And I don't know. I don't know. Because that's what it looks like for real, though. It looks like a camel toe. <laughs> no. You should have known by the name of that that, that would fail as a trend. Okay. I don't think anybody, and there's no way anybody was wearing those. It can't be. You're gonna, you would look like a horse. You're going to have to send me a picture. I've never seen this. <laughs> okay. I'll I, send you. I am dead. Wow. People kill me. Okay. <laughs> okay. That kind of rounds up my hated trends. Okay. And then I wanted you to do like a trend forecast for 2021 since we're about to go into the new year. I want to know what you think will be trendy in this new year. Okay. So – Coming up for the trend forecast for 2021, definitely spring-summer mixed pastels with bold prints. I think those are going to be really, really in. Mm-hmm. Um, I've seen a lot of people on TikTok talk about Gap sweatshirts because, like, one influencer is wearing them constantly. So I don't know if that's something you kind of want to keep in mind. I know s- certain sweatshirts go in and out a lot. Um, that's a fun one because everyone used to wear Gap. Um, but I feel like nobody wears Gap now. 
Um, corset tops, they're still going to be in. They're still going to be trending. So if you haven't hit that trend, hit it now. I Grab a corset top. I haven't it, hit the trend. Awesome. I haven't. Hit the trend. Do it. Like grab one and wear it for like brunch or something or just like a night out. I got mine from my favorite thrift store. It was like in the lingerie section. Wash it and then just wear it with like some cute high-waisted jeans. It's so – it's I love it. But what if you like that – my only biggest – my biggest fear with wearing something like that is like looking too sexualized like – I'm a thicker girl. Like my boobies would probably, I don't know, they would be enhanced, you know, and I don't want people to be like, yes. damn, she's about to get some sexy time in. And it's like, no, I'm just trying to be trendy, yo, you know? It plays into the confidence factor. Yeah, you your boobs are a little bit bigger. But if you find a corset that's not a push-up and it, your boobs are not like crazy pushed up in it, then that's not going to be as enhanced. And also, who the hell cares if you look extra sexy? You look extra sexy in whatever you put on, right? <laughs> like you look phenomenal. Okay, stop. So, <laughs> I mean, it goes into like be confident and just like own the room. Have that like ownership of whatever room you walk in. People are going to be like, oh my God, that outfit looks amazing. You know that thing on TikTok where it's like, I don't dress this cool for boys. I dress this cool so, like, younger girls will be like, she looks amazing. I want to look like her. Think about that. Think about that next time you get dressed. Oh, okay. Okay? I'm going like, to like, Yeah, like, you want to look cool. And if you think you look good, you you look good. Like, you you know you do. Um, Another trend is going to be patchwork. We saw it a little bit. Um, happening towards the end of fall 20. So Patrick is definitely going to be really big in probably all of 2021. Wait, um, definitely you, in spring and summer and fall. What When you say patchwork, what do you mean? Like sewing something on top of a sweatshirt or something like that? Um, Like patchwork. So a lot of patchwork denim. I know you've seen those like mix, oh. mix match denim I see, yeah. uh, jeans. Those are going to be in – and then a lot of like patchwork tops. I know everyone's seen like the Shein like tops that are like mix match different colors. That's going to carry into like um, fall, like next fall, I think. So that's going to be kind of like a year-long trend. Okay. Um, okay. And then more high-top sneakers. We're seeing more and more um, Jordans being like thrown in, you know. Mm -hmm. And then green is going to be a – a big color. Big color for 21. Why do you say that? Um, um, just because of like a lot of the Pantone – what is it called? Pantone um, color schemes. They do a, a color every year. And green is like one of the biggest ones for 2021. Okay. And so that's something to look at like every year to kind of like be like what kind of accessories are going to be big, this color and accessories. So that's kind of cool to look at. And then another one that is straight from the runway is going to be an undressed look. This kind of goes into our corset tops. Mm -hmm. Like cutouts, more bras as tops. Um, definitely for spring and summer, we'll be seeing that a lot, I think. Mm, yeah, I totally agree. Because um, yesterday, I think it was yesterday, it was the day before, I was on Princess Polly and they have a lot of shirts where it's like literally almost like – it looks like a bra, but like it's a top. Yeah. And 
I mean, mm-hmm. I don't know if I could pull it off. But it if you can wear it, wear it. Yeah, for sure. But yeah, I agree. But even if you think you can't, I mean, it's still something fun to try when you're with your friends. True, 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 true. Or even you know? like, I don't know if you've seen, it's – um. It's basically like long sleeves and you pull it over your head and then you have like a bra a bra shows. or a crop top on. I love that. Yeah. You like that? I, like I love it. it. I like it. It's cute. I want it. You could pull it off I for think, sure. I think I want to like make my own. Like just go get a sweatshirt type thing mm-hmm. and cut it out. Mm-hmm. Um, I kind of really want that. But I feel like I only have a certain amount of time before that's like – hitting out right and before it's like not cold anymore to where like it would look like it was in season you know I agree yeah I'll have to like go to the thrift store grab something fix it up a little bit and like take a picture for Instagram that would be so cute that'd be so cute (laughs) for real you should do it what if you like start a business off that that'd be so cool Oh my gosh, that would be awesome. Okay, so moving on from fashion, was that like all of your trend forecast? Or yes. More? Okay, I also wanted to touch on relationships, obviously, because you know we're in our young twenties still. You know, we haven't really hit you know halfway mark yet, or I haven't at least. Um. Anyways, so you and I were both in relationships. <laughs> I feel like you and I are in very different relationships because Kiara. Um, is in a long distance relationship, whereas I have never been that far away from my significant other. And I wanted to touch on that. And I know in our past, we've had, you know, a little bit of drama with your previous boyfriends. And I wanted to talk about like when your best friend or when your friends don't like your significant other, because I think that's just like such a big issue, especially at our age. We kind of go, you know, we go through the the toads until we find. Yeah, it's print. common. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. Um, so let's talk about that first. So, like, when I didn't like your boyfriend, sorry, not sorry. How did <laughs> how did that make you feel? Did it like put pressure on your relationship? I know it did, but like, talk about that. Yeah. So back, like when we first graduated high school, I was set up, met this guy. We had a great relationship. And I think when someone that you're close to doesn't approve or like them, it not only puts pressure on the relationship, but it also puts pressure on the friendships. Would you agree with that? Oh, for sure. Because it's like almost where – it was almost to the point where I couldn't really express how I felt felt or I felt like I wasn't being heard or I didn't want to hurt your feelings, stuff like that. Yeah. So it made a lot of like other communication hard to follow through with. Like I would be scared sometimes to hang out with my friends because I didn't want the topic of my boyfriend coming up and then I know nobody feels the same way about him, you know? So it was kind of stressful. Um, But So, yeah, it does put a lot of strain. It's a very hard place for everybody because no one, like, no one wants to be the friend that's, like, voicing their dislike, you know. That's not fun. Right. Um, But nobody wants to be the girlfriend or the boyfriend that's doesn't know what to do. They don't understand why nobody likes them. And I reached out to 
ding, 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 my ex-boyfriend of this said relationship. Mm-hmm. We're both in good places. We're both in relationships. We care about each other mm-hmm. deeply still. You know, we're good friends. Um, and we kind of talked a little bit about it. Kind of wanted to pick his brain on the topic. Okay. And his point of view was I already – I can feel your facial expression <laughs> from over here. <laughs> Um, but yeah so talking with him yeah he was like honestly there wasn't really much I could do this is this is from his perspective he was like there wasn't much I could do Mm -hmm. I knew your friends um just didn't like me and I wasn't their favorite and it, it put a strain on our relationship because I didn't want them to say something and have it ruin our our relationship because I felt it was good and I was just trying to protect you all the time. And he also said he tried – like when he would be around my friends, he would try and be nice and be presentable and just like be open to there being a, a new relationship between them because he didn't want it to just be closed off because mm-hmm. obviously that would create more problems. Um, so that was kind of cool to have his insight on it. Um, but from my point, I think it's really hard when not everybody likes who you're with. Yeah. It makes you sad. It makes you feel like, well, what's wrong with this person? I care so much about them. Even with my current boyfriend, I have people in my life that just believe that he's not for me mm-hmm. or believe, or used to believe this. They've, I've kind of like talked with them now. And, you know, it's hard because you kind of have to reevaluate – what the relationship looks like to other people mm-hmm. and be like, is this why they think he's not good or is this why? You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, I mean, definitely with your current relationship, I have had um, people like doubt it and like, you know, drama pops up on the internet and they show me things mm-hmm. like that and I'm like, okay, like Kiara's not dumb. I really right. don't believe everything you that's put out on the internet and obviously it's totally different situation because of what he does for a living and I think everything's kind of like in the spotlight, you know? Mm-hmm. So I personally have never met him. I really want to and I hope I like him. <laughs> but yeah. One day. I mean, yeah, it is kind of stressful like to be put in situations like that and yeah. To have people question mm-hmm. um, my – not my capability, but, like, you know, my decisions. Obviously, I'm not stupid. Right. I, you know, I feel like I'm a pretty good judge of character. And given through a lot of things I've been through, I'd be able to spot when something's, like, you know, mm-hmm. I, I can call bullshit on things. So, yeah. also, don't, like – everybody's – look every, if your friends tell you they don't like your boyfriend or girlfriend or whoever, I don't mm-hmm. think they're speaking out of, like, turn. That voice obviously needs to be heard if they're your good enough friend. Like, don't right. just dismiss that, when, yeah. right? Like, if you're just, like, kind of brush it aside, that's really unfair of you and it kind of shows that your relationship with said friend doesn't mean as much. And it's rude because you've probably had that friend longer than you've had your boyfriend or girlfriend, right? Ooh, love that. So love that point. Definitely kind of take what people say and just 
work with it internally and kind of figure out why they've come to the conclusion that they maybe don't like who you're dating and kind of work Mm -hmm. with them. And if you can't find any evidence to support their claims after talking Mm -hmm. with them and you just feel like it's not standing on anything solid, then have a talk and be like, hey, I'm happy. I think I've um, done a good job with like, you know, working with my relationship. I would very much like you to be happy for me. I know you only care for me and I I'm taking seriously everything that you you tell me. Like nothing is just going right out the window. But I would like you to be supportive. Right? Wouldn't you agree? Yeah. I think that's a very mature way of um approaching it and you know kind of like beefing it out with your friend cuz obviously you if you are in the situation and you really don't have any evidence to support their like loyalty or whatever, mm-hmm. then I would – my priority would be like to kind of like talk to my friend about it and try to clear the air because obviously you want everyone to like each other. Right. And especially if they're like your best friend, you want to be able to hang out with them and go on double dates with them and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So I think it can – Definitely make it a priority if you're in a tough situation regarding your boyfriend and, like, a really good friend of yours. And also, like, I've been in the other shoe, too. Like, I'm protective with my friends. I don't always approve of people that they are with. You know, there's been a time where I maybe didn't think Max was good for you. But, like, look at us now. Like, I literally think you guys are perfect. So, I am like that with my other friends too. I definitely am very protective and want the very best for everybody. So there's going to be times where I, you know, there's contrast in it. But I think just it comes from a good place and it just takes a lot of like understanding and working through on all parts. Yeah. And just piggybacking off of that, since you are in like a long-term relationship, like what kind of distinguishes your current relationship from your past ones? Like, do you think it's more mature? What do you, like, look for in a guy at the age we are now compared to previous years? Yeah, so um, it definitely is different. I've been in, like, a distance relationship but never to the extent where it was, like, states away. So yeah, um, I do think it's a bit more mature in means of – I feel comfortable living my life and he's living his life and we like meet in the middle, um, you know, socially like over the phone and we talk. It's not very dependent, which I love. I kind of figured out through my last serious relationship, I don't like to be smothered. So like the distance right now is like okay for me. Yes, I wish he was closer or I was there. but. At times, I'm like, I'm okay being this far away because I like my space and Mm -hmm. I just like being able to have my entire life, his entire life. And eventually when it does become like one or like we are in the same place, it will make it so much better to me. Yeah. I really like that because, you know, you've been in your relationship, what, almost a year and I've been dating Max Mm -hmm. for literally almost a decade. So that is insane. Yeah, it's crazy. So I think it's like so important to like be your own individual in relationship. I think definitely when you pass that year mark or longer like me and Max, you kind of like almost like mold into one person. But I think that 
is totally avoidable and, you know, should be avoided because Mm -hmm. you don't want to do everything with your significant other. You don't want to spend every minute talking to them, hanging out with them because then you lose yourself. You lose your friends and then you're left with that one person and it's just not a healthy relationship to me. I'm going to put this out there. That is like my biggest like pet peeve is people that like – can do anything without their significant other. Yeah. Like, I just don't understand it. When you become that dependent, and I've been in that. I've been in that relationship where that was kind of the case. Mm-hmm. I'm happy to not have that, but I don't like that. Yeah. You know, you know what I mean? Yeah, I totally agree. Like, have your friends, have their friends, and then occasionally you can mix and – have it be comfortable to where there's literally still two separate lives. Yeah. Like be apart when you want to be apart. Be together when you want to be together. You don't have to yeah. spend every second with them. Right. Like it shouldn't be like um, obligated to like hang out and like do things just because you're in the same city or just because you're like close by. Still work on yourself. Still do things just for yourself think that time is still very precious to like forming who you are. Yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. I think being in a relationship and like a mature relationship teaches you a lot about your significant other and yourself, more importantly. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, so for sure. You mentioned that you two are in a long distance relationship. Um, well, first off, like how far away are you guys? So we are pretty far. We're like a couple states away. I'm Georgia. Mm-hmm. He's Illinois. Yeah. So that's pretty freaking yeah, far. That's a good bit. So how do you mm-hmm. guys manage that? How do you kind of like maintain your trust and keep that passion alive and, you know, communicate? So, I know is a huge thing. Yeah. Communication is definitely key and just like making time. Um, you kind of have to know about each other's schedules, um, just so that you're not invading each other's time when like, you know, they're not available because then it gets kind of like awkward and like you don't want to feel like they're not reciprocating. So get to know each other's schedule. So you know, when's the appropriate time like we talk and when isn't because he works, um, really long days sometimes and, Um, at first when we were first like talking before we were dating I was still getting in the hang of like figuring out the schedule and I would call at like random times and I was like what the heck like he's never available to talk but it was because I was calling at the wrong time so you have to you know figure out the right times and figure out not every conversation has to be FaceTime not every conversation has to be just straight on the phone Um, if you're texting be intentional with what you're talking about like it's harder to convey stuff over the phone. Everybody knows that. So if you're texting, just be very firm with what you're talking about so nothing is misconstrued, you know? Yeah. I think um, <laughs> if I were in a long-distance relationship, I would literally have to work so hard on communication because I am the worst at texting and I really don't like to talk on the phone and mm, – You know, kudos to you two because I know that takes a lot of work. What about FaceTime? Like, are you not a FaceTime person? Um, depends on my mood, honestly. Yeah, I get that. (laughs) I remember in one relationship, I was like strictly against FaceTime. Like, I hated FaceTime. And then now I'm like, 
yes, I like FaceTime. I like being called. I like phone calls. I like everything. And I, it is hard, like, because strictly, like, I don't see him for, like, so long that this is really all we have, especially now, like, corona and traveling. I I thought my senior year of college, I would have more availability to be able to fly out and go and see him. But um, I picked up an internship and I was also working at the bar. And so, and then Corona happened. So it was just like a lot of things got in the way of that. So hopefully this year's a little bit different, but also like this half of the year, he's free to like be out of Chicago and, you know, just kind of be wherever he wants. So that'll be nice. But communication and trust. Trust is so important. Um, If you can't trust who you're with, and you find that hard, then you shouldn't be with that person. Mm -hmm. And it's just plain and simple. Trust should be easy. They shouldn't give you any reason to doubt what they're doing. You know, Mm -hmm. you know what I mean? Like, you shouldn't feel skeptical of anything. And that's such a foundational thing um, in my book, I think, or with everybody, I would hope. Yeah. I think you should totally strive for trust in a relationship and – you never want to be with someone who they're telling you they're going out and doing one thing and you're questioning their intentions. And right. that just puts so much stress and uh, just don't do it. Don't do it. <laughs> it's like unneeded. Like if you if you don't trust somebody, you're wasting your time going back and forth with them trying to buy that trust from you. You know, you're like you're wasting your time where you could be with somebody else who you would trust or just happy by yourself, you know, stress is something I really try to avoid at all costs. And I mean, honestly, if you can't trust somebody and you shouldn't have to give multiple tries, right. you know, it should be something if they, if they mess up, one mess up is okay, but repeatedly, come on, right? come on, open your eyes a little right. bit, you know? Well, if it's like repeatedly, it's totally a pattern. Like you just need them. Go on, girl. Move on. Get, it, yeah. mm-hmm. Get over it. I love that. Okay. Well, I feel like we touched on so many topics. Is there anything like you want to add or anything like that that you forgot to mention that you would like for everyone to hear? I think I touched on everything. Yeah. I think I yeah. like love this episode. It's so fun having guests on here. It's like very different and um, I think our feedback is always so good. Um, how about you plug everything, plug your Instagrams and where people can find you and all that stuff. Okay. So um, my personal Insta is at Kiara Marie. That's where you'll see the perfect edited version of moi. And then we- <laughs> – how do you spell? Okay. You yes. spell your perfect. I should have known. Okay. C-H-I-A-R-R-A. M A R I E. So that's at Kiara Marie. And then okay. my second Insta blog is underscore, underscore keeping up with Keeks, K E E K S. Um, and that's more unedited, unfiltered, just living, living my life, living like Larry over here. Um, and we don't have a YouTube channel yet. One day I will get up the courage to do like Allie does and just put myself out there and have a ball. But we haven't gotten there yet, but that's okay. Um, You should. I should. should. I have the equipment. It's really just – 
I'm nervous. Okay, Kiara, you did post one YouTube video and it was good. <laughs> the one with my friends because I wasn't the only person in it. Yeah, but I could totally see you as like a vlogger and like a little um, – what do they call them? Influencer. Oh, my God. that fr- It scares me. <laughs> it scares me. It really does. But maybe while I'm home and while I'm like, you know, really trying to figure out what's for me, it'll yeah. pop up. So we'll see. But um, those are my two really big things, my, my regular and then my keeping up with geeks. And that's what I love to do. So, Well, that's great. I'm glad you're doing something you love. And thank you so much for spending your New Year's Eve with me, even though it was just like an hour and a half. But I appreciate you so much for joining the podcast. I literally had so much fun. I had so much fun too. Thank you so much for having me. I hope I can come back when my life is more um, in order and, you know, there's more going on rather than me being stuck in my parents' house. But I had a lot of fun too. And this is probably the most fun I will have tonight because I'm staying in. (laughs) Well, you guys, don't forget we upload a new episode every single Monday and I will totally put and link Kiara's Instagrams down below. Don't forget um, me and Hannah's stuff is always down below as well. And I hope you guys have a great new year. Um, Try to stay positive with, um, you know, 2020, putting it behind us and moving forward. And I love you all so much. And Kiara, love you. Love you. Love love you. you. Thank you. Thank you. Um, Okay, guys, that's it. And Bye. We'll see you next week. Bye.